0: Welcome to WTIC's Pet Talk. Today, Lori Fast takes your pet behavior questions. This is a show for you and your best friend. Call in now at 522-WTIC, 1-800-966-WTIC, or star WTIC from your cell phone if you have AT&T Wireless. And now, Pet Talk.
2: Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Pet Talk. Um, You're listening to Lori Fass on this Behavior Edition, and I was just speaking with Kevin about the schedule, and uh, apparently it's uh, confusing everybody because it is a show that uh, I alternate this time slot with Dr. Dennis, who's a veterinarian from the Bloomfield Animal Hospital. But the thing that gets confusing is it's not an absolute rotation. So um, I was on last week, so I'm on again this week, which was confusing. Um, And Dr. Dennis will be on the following weekend, this coming up weekend. And uh, she'll be on again the first Saturday of October. So that, again, a little confusing, but I always share with people that uh, when I know when I'm going to be on the air, I do post it on my website, uh, which is lorifastdogtraining.com. So uh, barring any sort of sports programming, any Saturday I'm not on the air will be the veterinary edition. So just for some clarity's sake, I know um, a lot of you listen to the show. You already know that. Uh, Some people maybe have never listened to the show and- Uh, still confusing. (laughs) But basically, bottom line is if you want to call in and discuss any sort of behavior issue, I'm the primary person to handle that. And if you have something that's more medical in nature, then you probably want to talk to Dr. Dennis. And there's going to be a little crossover. Um, I certainly don't. Claim to be a veterinarian, (laughs) but there are certain things that I can red flag and say, yeah, that sounds pretty bad, or that sounds more like a medical problem than a behavior problem, or, you know, you could try this or try that. But uh, very often, if you have a medical problem, even speaking with Dr. Dennis, she will say to you, you really need to have this looked at in person. And when it comes to behavior problems, you know, it's kind of similar. There's a lot of things that I can. Um, Just say, we'll try this or try that. And uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility that I can just give you a simple answer that might be helpful. Um, And if I can't, um, I always invite people to contact me off the air because I can spend a little bit more time with somebody speaking with them off the air. Um, So you can email me or call me and that information is on my website and if I can't do that then uh, you know I will say I'll tell you that okay you know I can tell you this this and this just from what i'm hearing but uh, i really need to see your dog and there's many situations like that and you know sometimes it's hard for me to get a really good idea of what's going on because i have to rely on what other people's perceptions are and i've gotten pretty good at giving people the third degree so i get a better idea of what's going on but i'm often surprised at uh, when i meet an animal and it you know, the dis- the description that I got makes the dog or, you know, I-, I usually don't see cats in person, but, you know, I do talk to people on the phone with that. But very often I'll have an image in my mind of, you know, what I think that uh, this problem's going to be and how bad it's going to be. And then I meet the animal and it's not even close to as bad. Or sometimes the opposite happens where I think, oh, this is going to be easy. And then I meet the the dog and, oh boy, uh, this is a lot worse than I thought it was going to be. But, you know, people's ideas of what's going on and what is actually going on um, often don't meet. And what's funny is that... Um, usually, and this is not always the case, but usually when people say how horrible, horrible, horrible their dog is, um, their dog really isn't that bad. And when people tell me how, well, their dog's really good and it's good here and it's good there, then I meet the dog and uh, it's much worse than what we thought. And oftentimes if the first part of the conversation is what a good dog they have, I'm waiting for who the dog bit. But anyway, um, Liz Bennett was on as a guest last week, but she's on the phone right now and um I know she wanted to share something so we're gonna connect up to Liz.
3: Hi, Liz <laughs> When they tell me what a good dog this is, it's so terrible. I'm laughing. Well, it's true I mean, you-
2: it's like, oh it's my so dog true. is so good here and so good and I'm waiting. I don't say anything and then it's okay no. dog bite
3: you know. <laughs> Never Perfect, fails. Won't touch- Really? Yeah, I got to give the talk up. I've got to give the talk up. But why? Well, because he's very good and he's awesome and he's this and is that. Okay. So, how many people did he attack? Oh, only four. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
2: only four. I mean, that's not <laughs> only four. I don't oh, know okay. that. <laughs> I don't know where that would be. We'll have to get John Matulis in on this conversation to see how bad the, of an offense that is. She so, goes. I know you were going to call in um, about yes. a dog, and I just wanted yeah. to um, ask you a couple <laughs> of questions. One of sure. which is, you know, I know this dog is. Par- you're looking to place it dog right right
3: right right okay yep.
2: is the dog with you right now
3: southwick animal control i do Southwick animal control as well so up, up in southwick mass
2: oh, okay so the and... dog is at the dog pound basically
3: yes okay. yeah
2: and um so i saw that you posted on facebook the dog yep. but you didn't post it on your
3: website i thought i posted it on yeah i did i just posted it on bandit's place
2: when did you do that
3: Probably yesterday. Okay. At least right. I tried to. But all right. Well, I looked you know at it probably, my computer <laughs> um,
2: I didn't check today, but last time okay. I checked, which could have been a day, in a, you know, two days ago, I saw two meals and a duck, and I didn't see a dog. <laughs> <So, laughs>
3: well, so, we all know my computer skills. So, all right, we'll so go back and try it again. So anyway. I know that
2: you're calling just to reach out. So first of all, tell me a little bit about the dog.
3: All right, so she's a German-Dutch Shepherd, which means that she's probably a mix of both. She's mostly black. She's got some brindling on her legs. Doesn't matter, but she's fabulous. She's about 65, 70 pounds. Um, year and a half old, spayed, vaccinated, all that neat stuff. Um, <clears throat> came from a situation where apparently she was fighting with the other dog. Now, um, whether it was her that was starting it or the other dog that was starting it, I don't know. Um, but she can walk by other dogs in the kennel and not have issue. Um, but she, I would say needs to be the only dog. Um, you
2: with like maybe cats. Do you have any idea?
3: I don't know how she is with cats. I can tell you with people, she's, she's fabulous. I love her. She jumps up and greets me every morning and gives me kisses. Um, I have walked her and she at first is kind of crazy, like a normal shepherd, but um, within five minutes or so, she's right to being very smart, very good. Um, she's just, she's an all around awesome dog. I just think she's kind of broken at this point. Mm-hmm. So she needs either somebody to, you know, help her with that. Um,
2: How do you think she would just, be in a family if they had kids?
3: I think she'd be great with older kids, uh-huh. just so because like she's so 10 exuberant and up or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because she's really exuberant and she loves to. You know, she's just she's a very happy dog once she's relaxed. Mm-hmm. She's very, very good. So, um, but um, I wouldn't put her with baby babies. So,
2: well, how did you get involved with this dog?
3: She was an owner surrender. The owner said, "Yeah, she keeps having fights with my other dog, who was a male shepherd." Um, But again, she came in with a bunch of um, scabs and stuff on her head, so I got to wonder who started the fight. Yeah, that's hard to
2: assess um, because know. as I was just saying, exactly. when I ask people questions and I see the situation yeah. it's like where what world do you live in? <laughs> I mean, exactly. What? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, exactly. yeah but uh, probably yeah. as a cautionary tale, you know, if she yeah. were going to be introduced to another dog, it would have to be a dog that is non-reactive as, you know, and somebody right. who'd be willing to work right. with her because, right. you know, she's used to having some sort of contentious relationship with a dog. She exactly. might assume that we're going to have problems and, and who knows, you know?
3: Right. Exactly. She, she's like my, my male shepherd, um, um, has reactive. He's basically got PTSD because he got beat on all the time. Yeah. And, um, and he came from a domestic violence situation. So he's very, um, distrusting, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's just very sensitive. And, and that's what she is. I think she's very sensitive to, um, you know nasty stuff and but she's very good. I would not put her with another female dog cuz I never put female shepherds with female dogs. Mm-hmm. It just never works. So but, if somebody um, wanted
2: to look at her picture, uh it, yeah. you're pretty sure it's on Bandit's place right now. I'm pretty
3: <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> Stop. I'm pretty I hope so. I okay, think they so, did. It. So
2: somebody could
3: contact <laughs> the
2: pound directly or would they
3: need to go through Yeah. You? So you can, I'll give you a couple of phone numbers you can call. For me here, it's 860-653-0558. That's Bandit's Place Animal Rescue. And that's
2: on your website?
3: That's on my website. And Southwick Animal Control in Southwick, Mass. We're just over the line. It's uh, 413-569-5348. And my extension is 649 and uh, like I said, she's she's an awesome dog. She really, truly is. Um, I would love to take her home, but we all know I can't do that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, mm. I see a lot of dogs that I like, but you know, I I recognize that if I if I have too many dogs, I really can't give yes. the dogs that I have what they need. And right, you know, exactly. I I, I don't want to go down the hor- animal hoarding (laughs) route
3: yeah no we're not going to go there (laughs) yeah well
2: i've been (laughs) close to there before so we don't want to go down there yeah
3: so okay there's there's a fine line between animal rescue and animal hoarder trust me okay so
2: i um you know i took the numbers but we can go on bandit's place we can look at the uh, southwick mass um animal control yep. website okay. or if somebody you wants bet. to contact me um, yes. I, you know I I wrote the numbers down and I can t- redirect okay. them and you know my website Perfect. Lori Fast Dog Training we can do it that way but you know I saw her picture Perfect. she looks really sweet she's a really pretty dog oh, she is. Um, so she's
3: soft she is soft she's not a hard and you know what I mean when I say she's soft She's yeah. not a, she's not a hard nose kind of like a blockhead. Um, you want me reactive. to do it? You better right. make me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> exactly. No, she's not, she's not, you ask her and she's like, okay, not a problem. Okay. So, yeah. So she sounds fabulous. like a
2: really nice, wonderful dog. It's so she sad is. how many dogs need homes, but, um, hopefully, yeah, know. you know, we'll spread spreading the word is what we're doing. And, um, Perfect. you know, if, if somebody listening knows somebody or thinks of somebody, yeah. you never know, you know, who's going to connect. That and, would be cool. Yeah. Before. So, okay. Well, I'm very happy to have you on the air and share that information. And uh, (laughs) we'll talk again soon, okay? All
3: right. Sounds good. Thanks. Okay, have a good
2: rest of your weekend.
3: You too, thanks. Bye. Okay.
2: Bye-bye. Okay. So I think we need to go to a break and we'll be right back.
4: Mm -hmm. Teachers pride. I wanna
1: be teachers pride.
2: Hello, and welcome back to WTIC's Pet Talk. As I was explaining earlier, you're listening to Lori Fass on this behavior edition of the show. And I'm here live in the studio. And you can call in with a question or something you would like to share. And if you want to do that, it's 860 522-WTIC. And if you would like to communicate with me about something, but you can't get to the phone or you don't want to be on the air, uh, check out my website, which is loriefassdogtraining.com. And you can get all my contact information there. And uh, I'll be happy to, to talk to you or email you or whatever you need. Okay. So one of the things that, you know, I'm sure has happened to Pretty much anybody who browses around the internet is, uh, you know, you see all these different things pop up that are supposed to be teaching you something about uh, beware of this or look at this, look at that, you know. And, you know, a lot of times when these things appear, um, they're either – completely wrong, misleading, or just weird in some kind of way. I'm. I remember one of the weirdest things that I saw lately, and um, I was going to say something to the person that posted it, but I think they figured it out. Um, they said, wow, look at the difference between this huge egg that looked like, oh, I don't know, maybe the size of a Volkswagen Beetle or something, and, and, and a chicken egg. And the huge egg was, and it was kind of a cool picture, I'll give you that, but the huge egg was supposed to be a whale egg. Well, whales are mammals. Uh, they don't lay eggs. But the person that posted it thought, oh, cool picture, a whale egg and a chicken egg. And they just put it out there. So I'm sure somebody said what I just said, kind of clued them in. And so it kind of disappeared real as quickly as, as it appeared. But I think sometimes people put things out just to you know, because they think it's funny. But sometimes these things are kind of destructive or misleading or not helpful at all. And one of the things that um, was going around recently was that you should not give your dog Benadryl because it has xylitol in it. And they particularly uh, labeled the gel caps have xylitol in it. Well, xylitol is bad for dogs. I'll definitely go along with that. And xylitol sometimes is called birch sugar. And it's a sweetener. It's in uh, ice cream. It's in a lot of children's products. It's in a lot of gum. And it is very, very, very bad for dogs. But A gel cap is designed to be swallowed. So gel caps, you know, you don't chew a gel cap. So why would it even be sweetened anyway? That doesn't even make any sense. Um, But Benadryl gel caps do not have xylitol in them. And sometimes Benadryl is something maybe you might want to have in your first aid kit uh, if an animal gets stung by a bee or there's, there's different uses for it. Um, that are legitimate uses. And uh, if you needed it for some reason and now you're scared because, uh, you know, you think it has xylitol, well, you know, that's just destructive information. While in the meantime, uh, there are Benadryl formulas that come in a liquid formula. And the liquid Benadryl that's designed for adults, humans, is made with alcohol. And you probably don't want to give that to your dog. So they're saying, well, don't t- don't give your dog the um the benadryl capsules because it's got xylitol. But no mention at all of the adult version of benadryl that's a liquid uh, has alcohol that might not, you know alcohol. if you gave if your dog had benadryl with alcohol, that's going to be a lot l- less bad than if your dog had xylitol, which could literally kill them. As a matter of fact, I knew a dog that um had licked up some xylitol off the floor. People had bought it for cooking or sweetening tea or something, and it didn't take much to uh, get this dog into a very, very serious state. So it is a serious thing, but it's not in Benadryl, okay? (laughs) So why are you putting that out there? Um, And then another thing that um, I saw, which, you know, it was supposed to be educating people about the dangers of rawhide and, you know, dogs can choke on rawhide. It's maybe not made of the best materials for your dogs to be consuming. Um, but they showed a picture of a dog that was on an operating table. And next to the dog, were like it looked like somebody poured, I don't know, half a bucket of debris. And this was supposed to be rawhide that was stuck in the dog's stomach. And so, yeah, it looked pretty bad. But guess what? Every single thing that was in that picture was a bone fragment. It was a chicken bone. It was a steak bone. It was every kind of bone that you could possibly imagine. There was not one little piece of rawhide in there. So, you know, we've got this public service announcement with a horrible picture that looks, you know, scary. And it's don't give your dog rawhide. It wasn't don't give your dog bones. <laughs> That's what this dog went into surgery for. And so it's like, well, is this helpful or is this just stupid? I, I don't know. But when when things are misrepresented and they're meant to be helpful, sometimes it's not as helpful as, as maybe it was meant to be. And then there's other things like that too, which, you know, we're going to have to go to a break so I can give you some other examples, but uh, those things definitely stood out in my mind. So anyway, I'm gonna go right to a break and we'll be right back. Why? Why? If you Why? have
4: T Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox internet with two times faster download speeds than T Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Over. Stop the whys and visit Cox.com slash 5G home for details. T Mobile prioritizes certain T
1: required see store for details selling a little or a lot
5: shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast.
3: Everybody wants to buy my kitty, that just save Hello
2: and Everybody welcome back to WTIC's Pet Talk. talk. You're listening to Lori Fass on this behavior edition of the show. I'm here until 2 o'clock. We have Rick on hold. We're going to go to him in one second here. But if you want to call in, there's still time at 860-522-WTIC. So let's see what's going on with Rick. Hi, Rick.
0: Hi, Lori. How are you doing?
2: I'm good. How are you?
0: Good, good, good. Thanks. Yeah, so, um, so we have a uh, a dog who's sixteen, and he's incredibly healthy and full of energy, and he he loves to play, and he's kind of crazy. Um, what
2: kind of a dog is night, he?
0: Well, he's a he's a small dog. He's about thirty some odd pounds. Um, kind of, a, he's looks like a P.B.G.V., but he's not. Okay. But that gives you the idea. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, every night. My wife is on the couch reading, and he's a mama's boy. So uh, uh, he will just sit down and just start crying for no reason.
2: I'm assuming and, you mean, when you say crying, I'm assuming you mean whining. He's
0: whining. A, a, <laughs> whining, <Okay>. exactly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. and, and sort of like not constantly, just, you know, just like, you know, and like mm-hmm. every couple of minutes he'll do that. And we've tried everything. We, you know, she takes him for a walk. Um, I've tried Playing with him, and but then he'll. After I do that, he'll just go over and sit next to her. So we can't. And it's kind of driving her crazy now. Okay. So so, so uh,
2: basically, if he's walking, he's not whining. Right. Okay. And if you're playing with him, he's not whining. Right. Okay. And so what he's doing is he. Your wife is on the couch, and he's like staring at her and whining.
0: Mm-hmm. And how close? Exactly.
2: How close to her is he when he's doing that?
0: Um, he's within, you know, a foot or two.
2: Okay, so he's, like, pretty close to her, kind of given like, steering type thing.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> okay, yep. well,
2: did he ever learn um, a go command or a go-to-place command?
0: Uh, not really, Nope.
2: Okay, well, does he yeah. follow other types of commands? Sit, stay, yeah. down, yep. stay, that kind of thing?
0: Yeah, he can do those, yeah. Okay,
2: well, I would want him to go. Okay. Because probably if he's, you know, doing this within a foot distance, if he was like six feet, you know, I'm not saying he wouldn't stare at her from six feet away, but there's a pretty good chance if he has to go. (laughs) that he um, isn't going to be within that little vicinity where he's doing that. So my dogs understand go as just sort of a generic go away. You don't have to go any place particular. And the way I taught that is I'll say go and then push them away or move them away. In other words, they're going, I'm staying. So I'm pushing you away from me. I'm not getting up and going with you. And then if you come back, then there's going to be a correction. The correction could be a squirt of water, could be a leash correction. Nope. Go. You have to go away. All right. So I think you might be able to solve this by teaching just plain old go. But if um, that's not enough, then you might want him to go and do a down stay like on, you know, in a certain spot, or it could be his bed, you know, but designate some spot that he's going to do it. Now, when you first do that, you might have to correct him and put him back and correct him and put him back. And you know, you might have to do it nine times before he's going to stay there. Mm -hmm. But if every time you tell him he's whining, you tell him go, or you make him go lay down, he may be a little antsy with the with the process of it, because he's being antsy. He doesn't know what to do with himself. He wants entertainment. You know, he wants to have a conversation, but you don't want to talk to him right now. (laughs) We're not doing that. So, you know, don't expect him to say, oh, yes, okay, I'm going to go and just settle down on my own. But that's what he needs to do. And if he's allowed to be within one foot of your wife like that, he's still in her space. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So he's kind of crowding her. He's like right there in her grill. And he needs to get out of her grill and go be over there. And the, the likelihood of him doing it if he's over there is greatly reduced okay so yeah that yep. if you can get him to do that that would probably solve the problem so you know there might be details or, or nuances of how to get him to do it so sometimes right. you know i'll tell people to leave a little leash or something that you can grab him with so you can actually physically make him do it and as i said you know he may argue about it he might not settle right in immediately but i think if you persist in making him go you know um i some dogs are really pushy like that like one of my dogs loves to if i'm on the couch he'll come over and he'll start giving me his paw giving him the paw the paw the paw staring at me and you know okay i'll put you you know whatever but okay that's enough now and i'll tell him that's enough go which seems kind of mean but you know you know what you're you're kind of it's like you're being annoying (laughs)
0: Mm, right. And enough, actually. Yeah. <laughs> good, so I good, think
2: that, good, you know, correction. if if he it sounds like he gets play and he gets walks and he gets lots of attention. So he's not deprived in any of those areas. So I don't think he needs that um, outside of what you do, because obviously he does need it to some degree. And when he's doing that, he's just being annoying. Hmm.
0: Right, right. And yeah, and we've tried to figure out, and we've addressed every need he could have, and it doesn't seem to be that. Well, you know, wants. if
2: you try to address every need and the dog knows you're going to do it, they become sort of a bottomless pit of neediness, okay? And, you know, sometimes people really don't give their pets what they need, and they really do need to think about that. You don't sound like one of those people.
0: No, and we've stopped doing that, too. It's just, but uh, we. So, and I've tried physically removing him from the room too and putting him in another room with me, but then he'll go to the door and do it.
2: Okay, well, so, then at that point, you know, maybe we want to tell him quiet. And if he's not quiet, you can use a water bottle with uh, like a jet. Nope, give him a squirt or a can with pennies. Nope, quiet.
0: Yeah, but I, I think if he was in the same room with her and he, he's learned that. He can be in the same room. He just can't do that. I think that sounds like a good plan.
2: Yeah, but go. Go over there. Don't be here. Because I think the fact that he's in that close proximity um, is, you know, encouraging him to do it. And when he settles in away from her, he's very likely to cut it out. But I'm very curious to find out what happens. So, you know, you're going to have to maybe give it a couple of weeks. And you can Mm -hmm. let me know because I always, when I tell people these things, I always think about it after the fact and wonder how it went with them. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I will do that.
2: Okay, so you can call back right. when I'm on the air again, or you can shoot me an email, uh, you know, and let me know, okay? All
0: right, sounds good. Thank you very okay, much. Okay,
2: well, good luck. And I think if you just are persistent and just basically know you're not going to be here, go over there, settle down. I think that should really solve it for you, okay?
0: All right, well, thanks again. Take care.
2: Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Okay, Okay, so anyway, you're listening to WTIC's Pet Talk, and I think we're going to go to another break. We'll be right back.
0: I want you to love me like my dog does, baby. And
2: welcome back to, to WTIC. You're listening to Pet Talk with Lori Fass, and this is the behavior edition of the show. I'm here until 2, so we've got another 10 minutes and the lines are open if you'd like to call in at 860522 WTIC 860522 WTIC or you want to talk to me but not on the air or you can't get to the phone, just check out my website, which is loriefassdogtraining.com, and all my contact information is there. I list when I'm going to be on the air next, and I also list when my next group classes will be. So there's a lot of information on there. And I have some training tips up on there too. Uh, So, you know, it's a good resource for for different things. I have a lot of uh, links on my website. on my website. And speaking of links, um, I just found a company called, um, gold standard herbs and I have it as a link under supplements. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because, um, my oldest dog who's 10 and he's a big guy, he's probably about 95 pounds, something like that. As many big older dogs have issues with, um, you know, stiffness and arthritis and that kind of thing. Uh, He was on, um, and he still is, on uh, Cosaquin and um, some other more traditional uh, supplements that you would give your dog for those kinds of things. But one of the herbal remedies on this um, gold standard herb link is called Voltrex. And it's V-O-L-T-R-E-X. And probably the easiest way to do it would be to just uh, check out the links on my page. But I was really impressed with how much of an improvement I saw in him. Uh, He started running around more. He was clearly less stiff. Um, So, And they have several herbal formulas for different things on there. But based on how well he did with that, uh, I, you know, I think it's well worth uh, checking out. So I did add that as a link on my website. So, you know, just sharing with you that Herman is benefiting very much from Voltrex for his arthritis symptoms. So, you know, if somebody has a dog with similar issues, uh, you might want to check it out. Okay, so we have a caller here and we're going to see if we can connect up with Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Hello there. Um,
6: you know, this This is more of a generalized kind of question, um, but it just seems like it's getting incredibly difficult to get veterinary care, grooming care, I don't know about behaviorist care. Um, well, when you say that it's, it's,
2: it's hard to, do you mean like vets aren't taking new clients and that kind of thing?
6: Not only taking new clients, but they don't have staffing. We've had two episodes recently with our senior dog where um, one in the middle of the day with our vet who we've been with literally for three decades said because the dog wasn't dying at the time, but it was she had fallen and couldn't wait there, um, don't bring her in.
2: Oh my Go to goodness. a
6: 24-7 clinic. What, and so what town
2: do you live
6: in? I live in Farmington.
2: Okay. All right.
6: But well, I'm hearing this, not just our vet, other vets. You know, they used to have three full-time, and now they're down to one full-time and and two half-times. We had another episode on a Sunday, emergency clinics. The first one I called in Canton said, don't even bring the dog in. We can't handle it. And all the others, it was going to be a four- to eight-hour wait in your car. Um, we recently had her in again and we were there for four hours and finally left with her. And we left with her. And she, at that point, could at least bear a little bit of weight on her leg. Uh-huh. But I'm hearing this from a lot of folks. Well, and- you, you
2: are not, I have heard this as well, um, and especially if there's an emergency that, you know, people have told me they've been at the emergency clinic for six hours, and, you know, it's kind of a nightmare. And I'm I'm not sure what the answer is to that. I think it's, you know, if I had to guess, and, and maybe this might be a good question to run by Dr. Dennis, who's going to be on next week. But I think they're yeah. just, uh, I know of certain veterans veterinarians, I can think of two right off the top of my head, whose hours have been, you know, they don't, they work half the number of hours that they used to work. And I know that um, doing veterinary work can be very stressful. Um, And so it's it's, it can be a hard job to have. And, uh, you know, it seems as though uh, it became worse uh, when the pandemic hit. And I don't know if there's a connection there or not, but I think... Well, everybody went and got a dog. Well, yeah, (laughs) I I guess. (laughs) But I don't think that would fully explain it because you would think things would kind of even out by now. But, um, you know, I, I think there, frankly, there just aren't enough Veterinarians. That's what it seems like to me. Um, As far as groomers are concerned, there's a lot of groomers. And, you know, I've had people say that they were on long waiting lists. But, you know, I think in that case, if you're kind of proactive and you call around, it shouldn't be as bad as. You know, when it comes to that, as the vets, yeah. And then as far as, you know, people that do behavior stuff, I have no idea. (laughs) I'm here. You can talk to me. (laughs) Okay, I'm not in the witness protection program, Um, but I have had people when I call them back say, oh, you called me back. And they act all surprised because apparently, you know, they've called people who haven't called them back. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of reasons for different things. Um, But, uh, you know, I, I don't know what the answer to that is. Is other than, you know, try to be as prepared as possible um, and have maybe multiple different choices. And, and also, you know, you might find that if you go out, like some people who live in the West Hartford area will go to Salem or Colchester.
3: Yeah,
6: yeah. Well, we went down to Middletown from here, and that's where we, we ended up not even being seen. Okay.
2: So, I mean, if you have to drive um, but, yeah, forty-five minutes, farther, better oh better yeah. than waiting six hours, right? Yeah.
6: Right, right. Yeah. Well, and I know they triage them. I mean, I understand that. Yeah. Um, but when you have a dog, you know, our dog is a big dog and she's a senior. Yeah. And my concern is that she will die a horrible, painful death when that time comes because oh, we can't get her into oh, anybody. Oh, wow. I'm worried.
2: I'm worried because <laughs> that, they're well, saying, don't bring her in. Okay. We well, don't want to see her. I will it's say like, Oh, that, my God. <laughs> okay. I'll say this to you in terms of my care with my animals. Okay. I'm, I'm imagining that you're, you know, you're you are imagining that something really horrible happens to her and you're not prepared for that um so you know i have i as i said when i was talking about the benadryl earlier um i have a kind of a, a, a first aid kit of this is these are painkillers these are anti you know, inflammatories, these are, you know, yeah, for yeah. allergies, these are, you know, so there's a lot of things that I feel like I can do um, mm-hmm. that I don't necessarily, you know, I mean, if your dog was hit by a car, mm-hmm. for example, and, you know, there's well, some kind right, of right. emergency or bleeding, right, it, right. That you your dog may end up being triaged. Do you know what I'm saying? Correct. But you yeah. might want to yeah. have a list of, of vets from here to, you know, 45 minutes away that you could call right. so you don't have to be looking right. it up at the last minute. You right, know, and then right, maybe even call right. them now when she's fine and say, you know, mm-hmm. I had this problem. Um What are you, what is your availability? Is that a problem in your clinic? And as I say, right. even if you have to travel 45 minutes, if you know, okay, this clinic is more available, they're open till seven, mm-hmm. this clinic here is, you know, they have 24 right. hours and then you have it right there in front of you so that you know what to do. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Well, in all the years of having pets, we've had many, it, it was just never an issue. Well, and it used really, to never be
2: as expensive yeah. either. I'm I, I well, had three <laughs> very sick pets this past year and oh, two of them passed away. And I'm my sorry. veterinary bills, I could have put an addition on my house, literally. From Well, know, that's
6: why we always laugh and say that's why we have a HELOC. We always care literally of the tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. I mean it, it was surgery, right
2: different treatments, yeah. medications. Yeah. Um oh boy, you know, it's crazy. I mean, was, but they're
6: family. Yeah. You do what you, you just, you yeah. give them your plastic. And but I just, just
2: remember, well, <laughs> you know, I used to have, you know, dogs with chronic illnesses and uh, it was never this much money. You know, but right. I guess I could probably say that about a lot of things, right? Right. <laughs> so right. we do well, the best I we can. You. And, you know, I'm sorry uh-huh. you're having that trouble, but I, I don't think you're alone. I've certainly heard this before.
6: Yeah. Oh, I know I'm not alone. You yeah. know, I just just am yeah, feeling so like. Try to be as proactive as
2: possible. And like I say, you know, collect a list, you know, and it might be a little weird of a thing to do, but if you're in a panic and, you know, you don't want to have to be doing it then, you know. So you no, have this vet, this direction, this vet that direction, and you can go through the right. problem comes up, bing, bing, bing. You can just go through the list.
6: Well, and we've been with our vet a long time, like you're saying, maybe having a, a little medicine cabinet of yeah, maybe something she's even, not on right now,
2: but something that yeah, if I she mean,
6: needed it, we definitely. have it.
2: So, you you know, that that's is a great probably, idea. Dr. Dennis, if you're listening, that's a good topic. <laughs> what should you have in your first aid kit? Okay. I know yeah. what I've got in mind, but I, you know, I've solved a lot good of problems idea. that I didn't need to go to the vet because I had those things on hand. And, you know, you don't want right. to, you know, pretend to be a veterinarian, but there's some certain basic things that you can save yourself a right. lot of trouble if you have those things, okay?
6: Right. Well, thank you. I All really right. appreciate it.
2: Okay. Thanks so
6: much. Well, Take care. Well, yep. B- Take care now. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: Okay. So that just about wraps it up for this edition of Pet Talk. And uh, as I say, next week is going to be Dr. Dennis. The following week, also Dr. Dennis. And then we're back to alternating. So thank you for tuning into the show today. I hope you have a dry as much as you can rest of the weekend. And I'll be seeing you back in October. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye now.
0: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.